Yo, what's up, good people? You're now tuned in to Crockpot Conversations with Anthony D. Sparks. This is a place where I talk about issues that are practical, hopefully in a way that's powerful, to try to give you something that's portable. Thank you so much for listening, and please make sure that you subscribe to and share the podcast, and if possible, please rate it and review it, because without your five stars, I ain't getting very far. Now, as always, if you've been uh, helped by the podcast and it's kind of blessed you and it's speaking to you and helping you navigate some areas uh, in your life, I'd appreciate your financial support. Now, there's no obligation whatsoever, but if you'd like to contribute to support the show financially, then just click on the support this podcast link in the show notes, or you can even cash at me at dollar sign ADS LLC. As I always say, there's no minimum or maximum amount, you can give five cents or $5,000. Either way, just know that you are appreciated, all right? Now, this is episode 26, y'all, and it's the second part of my February Relation Tips series. Today's episode is for those of you who are in the dating phase, if you're looking for the one, if you're trying to be the one, or honestly, if you're just kind of trying to figure out how to get back out here on the dating scene. Um, For this episode, I'm very excited because uh, I'm going to share with you all an interview I did with author, speaker, and the founder of the Worldwide Her Worth is Far Above Ruby's Movement, Chloe M. Gooden. Yeah, Chloe is super accomplished as she has published uh, multiple books, blogs, and uh, she's a she's a speaker and she has her own YouTube channel and podcast that's titled Convos with Chloe, God, Faith, Dating and Relationships. And it reaches a worldwide audience. Now, we had a great conversation and I definitely think you're going to get some good insight from our chat. So if you're in the dating phase right now or you know someone who is today is just for you. All right. So I hope you enjoy this conversation. Let's get to it. Come back. So as I promised you, we have a special guest, Anthony D. Sparks. You want to say hello? What's up, everybody? <laughs> so I am super excited to have Anthony on with this podcast episode. Um, just to give you a good background of him, he is the owner and operator for Anthony D. Sparks LLC, where he is an author, speaker, and certified development coach. He has authored three books, spoken at hundreds of events, and coached CEOs all the way up to ministers and more. He is a native of Birmingham, Alabama, my hometown, too. That's how we know each other. And he is a proud member of the A-Team. I love that, which is his wife, Ashley, and son, Aiden. Did I say that right? You did. I just realized that I should ask you that. (laughs) And Ashton, he believes his purpose is to help others live a life of purpose on purpose. So, hey, again, Anthony, I think we know each other from Ramsey. Am I right? You are absolutely right. We walked okay. those halls together. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to remember. I was like, I think I worked for your brother at one point, too, though. Uh, you know you know what? If you don't remember me at Ramsey, then that means you were too popular and I was nothing. That's what Oh, that's my right. goodness. Yeah, whatever. I promise y'all, don't let, do not let Anthony fool y'all. <laughs> <laughs> people knew me but i don't think i was like on a whole other level as Anthony. But I, or maybe we was on the same level we got the same personality maybe we were. Yeah. Anywho, uh super excited to have him on the podcast i love to bring you all uh different perspectives but especially special this time to get a guy's perspective a man's perspective 
it also good to get a man's perspective that is married um, and with his God-fearing woman, I'm sure, and getting an insight on what that looks like on um, a guy's end when he's looking for um, a mate, as well as um, some things to look for as far as with a woman. And so before we even start, um, they know that I'm real big on definitions, Anthony, my So uh, I love definition. I'm big on that. So deliberately, if you actually look at the definition, it means to be consciously and intentionally on purpose in a careful and unhurried way. I want to like focus on that conscious and intentional on purpose, careful unhurried way so when we talk about dating deliberately we're not trying to say go busting down doors trying to find you a man (laughs) and you know and like dating everybody being aggressive we're talking about being deliberate on why you are looking for a mate and what you are looking for and what actions and behaviors to show in there would you say that no totally agree 100 percent yep what we're trying to get you all to see and as always um, we're never in any kind of way trying to um judge or you know this is what you should be doing and we did it perfectly no that's why we're doing this because we right. didn't do it perfectly um and we want to be able to help you with that um on that so as always i like to jump right into it into our points and so the one thing that we wanted to kind of give a preface to this though to give you a background on how we kind of came up with these different things you should do. Um, As always, you should always go to God and the word when you're trying to figure out how to do things and what to do. So one thing that me and Anthony were talking about was the story of Isaac and Rebecca. Now, I know you probably hear Ruth and Boaz. I'm pretty sure that's popular on your end, Anthony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get so sick of hearing about Ruth. Right. (laughs) I'm like, it is a ton of stories in the Bible about love. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, it's a ton. You guys, you got Song of Solomon. You got, I mean, even Sarah and Abraham relationship is sweet. I mean, it's right. a ton of really good relationship stories. Yes. Um, and so I don't want to talk about Ruth and Boaz. I'm just not doing <laughs> it. Uh, so we're gonna talk about Isaac and Rebecca. You can find the story in Genesis 24. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to give you like a quick overview of what that was about, it was getting to a point that Isaac, which was the son of Abraham, uh, was looking for a wife. And he sent out his servant to look for a wife. And in the midst of this, one of the things that he did, if we just put it in clear steps, he prayed immediately. Immediately he prayed and inquired God. Immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, he wanted to please his boss, which was Isaac, and he wanted to make sure he was picking the right person. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to cover one of our steps about don't date blindly. Um, not only did he pray and inquire, but he also seeked out for this mate. And he did actually have a plan, boundaries in mind, when it came to the type of woman he was looking for for his master. Um, Not only that, he then watched her and he waited patiently. He took his time to actually see who she was about and what she had to do. And he looked at her behavior. And that's our other point about behavior is boss. And the main thing that stood out about Rebecca was her behavior. Um, and so we're going to talk about that a lot because if she did not exude a certain behavior, the servant would have turned around and found somebody else. Right. right. You know, and so and then at the end of it, she has to leave her family 
to marry Isaac. And so we're going to talk about the importance of leaving those baggage and that baggage behind and not letting it be a blanket because she had to leave her family. You got to leave your past with that. So just keep that in mind um, with you as we go over our points. It's a really good guide. Even if you can't remember necessarily everything we say, um, remembering that story and the things that we discuss um, as far as why we talk about it. We can all day give you our wisdom. But at the end of the day, God has the best plan and he's just using us as vessels to help y'all out. Amen to that. Yeah, hey man, I know. I'm like, maybe I might just stop the podcast right now. I'm joking. <laughs> right, so, uh, we first want to go over don't date blindly. So, this goes back to having a plan and a purpose as you're deciding to date. So, Anthony, I have to ask when you were like looking for your wife before you found her, right? Do you feel like you had like a plan, like a purpose? Like, what do, did you like how, what was your steps in your head? Um, you know what? It was. And, and 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 if this sounds cliche, I apologize on the front end. But <laughs> um, honestly, okay, my story is a little bit different because my wife and I we met in college actually. Okay. And we actually broke up my senior year. Okay. And we broke up. We were broken up for three years. Wow. And then um, three years later, she came back into my life. Um, we kind of reconnected and. The rest is history. So to be honest with you, um, more so than than necessarily looking for a wife or 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 looking for a type of person, more than anything, I think at the time I was really focused on making sure I was on point for whoever was about to come. Right. <laughs> and so because right. you know, I mean, you know, I, I'm one of those guys who I don't have like this this strict preference in terms of like what I what I need or what I gotta have in a woman, but mm-hmm. I know that there are certain things that I need to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if I'm those things, then hopefully I'll attract, you know, exactly. what I'm putting out there, to, you know, to, to, I guess, to sum it up. Yeah, no, no, no. I know. I agree. I mean, I think that's the thing. And usually if you if your focus is more so on let me be. Right. Well, you know what I mean? I want to attract and that kind of is going to attract it, it to it, too. And that exactly. maybe it may be partly why of the problem is because we can get so focused on like I want A, B, C, D, and yeah. E in a guy. I, this, yeah. I want all of this stuff. And, you know, and I talk about this in my book, Single to Marry, how you're asking for all of this stuff. And then I ask all these questions to yourself, to the reader. Like, so do you have this? Yeah. Do you right. have this together? Right. Right. You know, you right. want somebody who works out every day and got a six pack, but you eat donuts like every day and you don't care about, <laughs> exactly. and I, you know, and I'm exactly. not judging you, you know what I mean? Just saying, um, but it's like whatever that plan is, whether that plan is that you making sure that you taking care of you yep. and getting yourself together. Yep. Um, if you get you together, you kind of naturally are start knowing what you need to look for and what your plan is. That's right. But whatever your plan and purpose is, like you need to know why you are dating what do you actually desire in a mate? What do you think God desires for you in a mate? Which goes back to how um, Isaac's servant prayed and inquired to God about what he wants and what's your goal? Um, I knew, like, for instance, my husband, we kind of had a little time away too. <laughs> Mm-hmm, <laughs> and I do think the distance makes the heart grow fonder. It does. Uh, so, ladies, if you do end up breaking up with somebody, you never know. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you grow and you come back together. Uh, but I knew the type of life I wanted. Right. And right. I knew uh, the type of person I was. Mm-hmm. And so I would pay a lot. I, pay, I would pay attention to his conversations, what he was doing, what he said he wanted to do in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, his relationship with God. But I did have a plan, a purpose, a guide. Um, but most of all, your God honestly needs to be God. Like right. you need to be praying for discernment. 
you need to be praying for guidance, asking the Lord to show you what you need to change and work on. We're not saying you're going to be perfect when you get married because it's a journey. The whole marriage is a journey. Uh, I mean, Anthony, no. Like, y'all, it's crazy sometimes. It's really crazy. Um, You know, but God uses that to help you to become better. Um, But please have some type of plan, whatever that may be, and seek God about that. And don't date blindly. Don't date aimlessly because you will end up in relationships that are purposeless and possibly even harmful. And uh, so, go ahead. I was just gonna say real quick, Chloe, you said something so important when you talk about the plan. Um, you know, I think a lot of people confuse having a plan with having um quote unquote preferences or a checklist. Yeah. And that's yeah. not the same thing, right? Come on. You know, you know, no, so, no, no, so, no. You're right about that. I agree. Yeah, with you so that. so plan is all about, like you said, being deliberate, you know, going to God and and you know, okay, cool, letting them know some things you might desire, etc. But not being so married to this this mm-hmm. vision of this prototypical guy mm-hmm. to where, you know, to where you could potentially miss out on somebody that is custom made for you because they don't yep. come wrapped in this package you 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 laid out. Right. Yeah. So I, no, I like super agree. And that really helps sort of goes into our second point about having boundaries, but man, be yeah. balanced with them. Um there you go. I was watching some episode on something and um, they were talking to like all these women who were single and it was specifically African-American women. And I'm not just focusing on that. It's just what the show was. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, uh, but it was just talking about like how many African-American women were single versus other races. And I was just talking to these women. They were really, really successful women. And so Steve Harvey comes in out of nowhere and he's just asking, I know, right? Steve Harvey always popping up on relationship stuff. Like he writes right. a book and he's just everywhere. Right. And so um, he pops up and he's like, why do you all think that you were single? And it was probably only two or three of them that were like honest about, well, you know, I want him to make at least six figures and mm-hmm. I want him to be six feet. Like I just, I just cannot date somebody who's not six feet. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what? Right. <laughs> you know, like, y'all, this ain't a plan. That's a that's a major checklist. Like, yes. what if a guy yeah. was like, Well, I only want a girl that's light skinned. Exactly, want, right. You know, like this is kind of you know, it's a difference. Like, like like Anthony's saying, like you need to make sure it's balanced. Am I trying to say it's crazy to want to be attracted to your mate? No, that's no. not crazy. The Lord knows that's really important. Mm-hmm. Um, but just be open. I've been attracted to I mean, I, you would say, Anthony, I know you're married and I'm married too. But I mean, even in dating, I dated different type of guys who look different. I mean, I was attracted to different things. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I, I think you got to be open. Yeah, like I, I never had this this hard preference of she has to have this or look like this. I was, I mean, light skin, dark skin, tall, short. I mean, it literally did not matter. I was, you, you know, you, your heart is drawn to what it's drawn to. And I think yeah. once you start trying to draw you know, put fences around that stuff, you, you you mess up and miss out. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think you made a, I like what you said about married to an idea. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you like bound to like, this is how my man has to be. And I'm a, it's a covenant, you know, right. you cutting your hand and putting your blood on the paper. Like, calm down, like <laughs> be open, you know, like just be open. Ladies, I'm telling you, like, it's yes. totally okay to have a plan. You know, it's totally okay even to have boundaries and not only boundaries about the type of guy you want, but also boundaries just in dating, period. Um, It's okay to have standards like, you know, you all know I'm all about know your worth, 
you know, you're a queen, like know that you're above rubies, like that you bring favor to a man. Like mm-hmm. you bring favor to a man if you're if you're the guy for your woman that he's supposed to be, yeah. you know, but you help him. Um, and you should have boundaries and know what you're okay with and not okay with with dating. Um, but at the same time, don't try to do what other people are doing. Don't think that what one person's okay with, you're gonna be okay with and vice versa. Mm-hmm. You need to know what you're comfortable with and don't be crazy with your boundaries don't be so extreme and i think anthony you talked about that a little bit like some stuff with your past like and trying to come in and now you extreme did you want to talk about that yeah yeah just real quick um that's a good point you make because you know i I think a lot of a lot of people not just women but guys too um i think you know previous mistakes can kind of make us gun shy you know in other words um like we made we may have made some mistakes in our previous relationships whether it was premarital sex or Mm-hmm. compromising yourself or um, talking reckless, whatever the case is. And and so now, you know, people kind of find themselves so, so staunch and entrenched in what they will or won't do because of what happened in their previous relationships. But, but here's the thing, though. You got to try to avoid the urge to what I call overcorrect. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so just as an example, and this was, this was crazy because a few weeks ago, my wife and I, we were literally, we were in the car, we were driving on the freeway. And a car was up ahead of us. And all of a sudden, we saw it, the car go from the far left lane, the quote unquote fast lane, cut across three lanes of traffic and crashed into the woods. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Right. I mean, literally, this was right in front of us. Like, had we maybe been two cars up, we, we, we might have gotten caught or gotten hit. So, so what happened was the driver got distracted. And once he realized that he drifted into another lane, he ended up cutting his wheels so far to the right that he couldn't regain his steering. And so he crashed. Mm. And so instead of just making a slight adjustment, Adjustment. that's good. Right. He overdid it. And honestly, I can't tell you if the driver made it or not. Now, somebody might say, well, now how does this apply to my relationship? How does the car crash and blah, blah, blah. Well, here's the thing. Just because kissing or hugging with your last partner resulted in sex, doesn't mean that you have to completely shun affection with your new partner. Right. right? Like, right. like it, it, it's all about respecting that it's a new situation mm-hmm. with a new person. And, and even though, yeah, yeah, by, by all means, maintain some boundaries to protect both you and your partner, but don't be so overzealous to not do what you previously did that it mm-hmm. makes you like that car overcorrect and end up crashing your current situation. Yeah. Man, I mean, Amen, brother. I just agree. <laughs> you know, no, but I think that's so true because I've experienced. I, I remember doing stuff like that when yeah, I was, yeah, um, because I think women. I know naturally we like can we'll like think about our past a lot and we'll right. feel bad and oh my god, like now I'm dirty and blah blah yep. blah. And you have to just go through this whole purification thing in your mind right. um, and your worth. And I think like that's a great example because if he just would have probably just adjusted just a little bit, right. Uh, maybe would have just kind of helped them stir. And that's the thing, whatever you've done in your past that you feel like, oh, but now I need to make sure that I'm in by 7 p.m. when I date yeah. a guy. And yeah. I need to make sure we're never alone. And I need to make sure, et cetera. <laughs> Look, right. this is the thing. 
you need to look at those things as more of a guide for you because now you know what your triggers are and when you it go. makes you fall. There you go. So instead of maybe like, oh, I won't ever kiss the guy, maybe only like kiss him on the lips in public. There maybe you go. Right. take the tongue away, just being real. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe when y'all do go to the movies or something like that, y'all do go with friends or, mm-hmm. you know, just adjust mm-hmm. maybe the time that you're doing stuff, how you doing stuff, when you doing it, how long you doing it. Like just uh, see where you can adjust instead of trying to make this huge halt yeah. and making it worse than what it actually mm-hmm. because you're right, you'll end up messing up the relationship you're in now. And the guy's like, this girl is just way too extreme and, and you know what I, i'll be honest with you if i can real quick Chloe. yeah I, i'll never forget and and this is just just full transparency um the relationship i was in um prior to my wife i thought that i thought i was gonna marry her um mm. and, and but what happened was it was so it was so crazy because we were riding back one day from we had taken a trip together and mm. i just felt like you know i was just like you know we, and, and you know again transparency we were we were you know we, we were intimate um and and so I remember telling her just kind of out the blue, hey, I don't think we should do this anymore or be intimate anymore. Hmm. And, and so so so, of course, it took her aback because she was like, you know, she immediately started thinking, what's wrong with me? Or, um, you know, is there something that, hmm. that I talking about herself? Is there something that I've done or is, is there another woman, et cetera, et cetera? And so I couldn't get her to realize that I just thought that we would maybe be a little bit better Right. Um, you know, the relationship would be better and, and, and a little bit clearer if we didn't if we didn't go there like we've been doing. Mm-hmm. But the thing is this, while I set a boundary in place, I had like I, I didn't I didn't get her input on the boundary. That's good. And and a lot That's of really times and, you know, we come into these relationships and we're like, you know, this is my standard, this is my boundary, etc. Well, okay, great, but I, I'm willing to meet you. But it's kind of hard if you just gonna draw a hard line in the sand and tell me that this is it and I'm sticking to it. Like, mm-hmm. let's, can we can we at least discuss and see where we can both um, be effective in Make the balance? Make a plan together. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah, and so yeah. I, you know, I just kind of look at that reminded me of that situation. I remember how that was just so it was so drastic. Um, yeah, it was and, and I think it really kind of it, it really severely impacted our relationship. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and I, our personalities I know are kind of similar. I've done the same thing, and yeah. <laughs> you know, and that kind of goes into one of the points before we take a break. Um, is that, you know, it's okay to be expecting to have boundaries, but like when you're brash about it and you're giving ultimatums and you're just like, we're yeah. not doing this anymore. Drawing the line, boom, this is what's changing. Right. Nobody likes that. Like yeah. nobody likes that. Because then it makes a person feel like you're trying to control the relationship, number one. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of men do not like that, ladies. I'm gonna let you know right now, <laughs> from a woman's perspective, you usually yeah. get more from a guy if you kind of calm down and right. you become more gentle and loving, because then he'll want to treat you like a princess. He'll yeah. want to treat you like that. He's like, Oh, well, she's being nice about it. She's not trying to be my mama about right. it. Right. But, right. you know, include, I think Anthony is right, because that's how marriage should be. Include this person that you're thinking about being a partner with, um, in partnership with, on what you're thinking. Instead of going in like, hey, I don't think we should have sex anymore. Maybe come to them just like, hey, you know, I've really been thinking about this. And like, do you think that it's wrong that we're having sex? Right. right. You know, and just see what their conversation is. See what they feel like y'all can do and why. But just include them in that, whatever you decide to do, Uh, because you don't want to give ultimatums because that really does. um, That definitely, I think, deters people from the relationship and moving forward. 
Yeah, for sure. So we'll be right back in just a second. We're going to take a quick break. All right. So welcome back from our little break. So as we were talking about when it comes to how and why to date delivery, we've already have gone over with you all as far as don't date blindly and having boundaries, but balance and being expecting, but not brash. But the next thing we want to talk about, too, um, if you look at that Isaac and Rebecca story, is that her behavior was a big part of what made him realize, okay, this is the girl. This is the woman that I've been praying about and what the Lord has for me. Um, and please know we're not talking about just the behavior of the woman. It's the, it's the behavior of the man, too. It's both ways. You watching him. He's watching you. Um, but whatever behavior that you're exuding, like, that's what you're going to attract. And that's right. what you're showing are your expectations from that guy. And I really, really am glad I got a male on for this. Uh, <laughs> I really do because I really think ladies and Anthony, correct me quickly if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I don't God fearing man. Of course, he's God fearing and he loves the Lord. But, you know, he's a man. He still yeah. has flesh eyes just like you do and if you are projecting certain things physically ladies and i'm not going to say this in a way like in church and like you need to be covered up in like a nun outfit right right. what i am saying is ladies if your whole instagram is full of like tight dresses and it's just all about showing your derriere and your chest is out it's all about being sexy all the time what do you think that's gonna attract yeah yeah like, I mean, what message are you really sending out? What are you really, really sending out? And I, like I said, it's nothing wrong with being attractive and pretty and wearing a nice dress and showing it mm-hmm. off. But like your Instagram feed, Facebook feed, social media, it is a story. Just like it says, it's a story. You're telling a story. Right. And so whether that's your social media or mostly even how you act in person, I think any person sitting back, they're going to ask themselves like, hmm, she act a little crazy, <laughs> you know, or is she yep. just, she kind or man, she look real good. But I mean, Anthony, like, it's okay to be honest about this. Like yeah. when he got to a point where you knew, like, you know, I want me a girlfriend woman. I want me a good wife. Mm-hmm. Just be honest. When you saw women in that way or saw them doing stuff like that, is that where you went to find a wife? Is that where, like, just from your eyes, how does a man see this? I want ladies to really see, like, how a man is seeing this stuff, how we act in public, how we act on social media. Just what are your right. thoughts? Well, so so here's the thing. I mean, like you said, I'm, I'm Lord knows, I, I try my best to follow the Lord, and I try to, try to live, <laughs> you know, the, the that that straight and narrow. Yeah. Um, but but I'm human. I'm 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 dust. I'm I'm flesh, and so, um, you know, when when I see certain things then naturally you know my my mind goes to certain places and so if 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 you're putting if you're putting out there honestly if 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 you're selling sex then if i come around trying to buy sex don't be upset (laughs) why are you surprised right right (laughs) and 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 so so all right so so this is kind of kind of in that same vein so quick quick story i got a i got a client um, you know, cause I do, I do some life and development coaching, et cetera. Um, but I have a client who told me one day that she is dealing with a guy who, who the guy wants to be more than just a guy in her life. Right. Okay. But, but she doesn't want that. Now she says over and over again, you know, she, she says, I've told him that, that I only want to be friends and I'm not, I don't want a relationship, but she also told me that she just moved in with the guy. 
Wow. Uh, she goes on dates with the guy and frequently, quote unquote, cuddles and chills with the guy. Now, hmm. here's the thing. You and I both know that if <laughs> all that is going on, right? there is no way that this guy views himself as just her friend. Right. And so the thing about the thing about love is this, like you, you, you cannot have your cake and eat it too. I look mm-hmm. I, I know, I know it gets lonely and I know people want companionship, but your behavior is what's going to set the tone for the type mm-hmm. of companionship that you want. Yeah. Um, so you gotta you gotta realize that mixed messages can kill a situation, and there are very mm-hmm. few things as dangerous as saying one thing but doing another. Yeah. All right, so I'm I'm a big believer. Yeah, words matter. I, I speak for a living. Words matter. However, actions matter a whole lot more. Yeah, yeah. So. And I think guys, and I, like I said, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think guys, you know, that's what I mean. First of all, if a man really wants you and love you, it's gonna be shown in his actions, not words. True. And I think men also look at that when it comes to women on mm-hmm. what we're saying versus what we're doing. Right. So if I say, Oh, well, you know, I really don't wanna be intimate for real before marriage, you know, but then I invite him over to my house at ten o'clock at night to like have dinner and just watch movies and I just wanna cuddle. Yep. Well, you're just automatically sending a signal to his mind, like, wait a minute. I thought yep. she said, well, he go calm. You know, like, yep. I, mean, yep. I mean, some men can't restrain themselves and be, you know, whatever, but some men are just men, you know, just like women are women and, you know, you yep. fall. And then one thing I learned too about guys, and this is not just from even just experience, but having guy friends, mm-hmm. I mean, their honesty, guys test stuff. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, okay. <laughs> so let me see yeah. what happens when I put this hand in on her thigh. Right. See what happens. Okay, right. okay. She ain't said nothing. She ain't said nothing. Let me rub her back. I mean, he just go keep like testing yeah. the yeah. limit. Yeah. He goes, yeah, I, I, I know if you call, if there was a certain time in my life where if you call me at a certain time, I knew what was going <laughs> I mean, like, it, I, 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 you know, I would play along and be like, yeah, okay, cool. We'll have some good dinner and watch a movie. But I knew if it's 10 o'clock, 10 30, and I'm bringing you something to eat, like, it's not just going to be about the food. I, I, I mean, I knew that. Yeah, like, like, let's be for real. Like, you know, yeah. and I and I think women, we have to be constantly, and like, like Anthony's saying, like, I get it. We get lonely sometimes. We want yeah. attention, et cetera. But your actions, lady, has to match what you're saying that you want. Like, it just right. has to. I mean, if you do not, like, it really is going to get you in some situations. And I'm telling it from experience, too, because, you know, I was saying I wanted to wait and all this other stuff. But then I would let the guy come spend a night. Or mm-hmm. I would live. Now, I get if you're dating a guy that's from a different state. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? But it's ways to get around that too. Like, you know, for instance, my dad used to get discounts with the hotel because he's a massage therapist for a hotel. So I would get the hotel and get a discounted for him mm-hmm. so that I wouldn't be too tempted. Or, or I got to, you know, I have a two level place so you can sleep on the couch while I'm in the bed. Right. You know, with it. So, you know, just try to make sure that like you're matching what you're saying because we get weak too. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't, it's, it's hard to be like in this perfect state. Nobody's yeah. perfect. But right. man, if your actions are not matching what you're saying, ladies, like you gotta, men will try, and you gotta yeah. like really not only show like as far as your actions as well, but also your visual, what you're giving, um, and what you're selling, because yep. they like he's saying that's who's gonna come by. Yeah, that's, that's who's right. gonna buy for good. Because a lot of ladies, I've worked with women who they'll keep ending up in these same situations, like mm-hmm. with my Ruby's healing and letting go mentorship program. A lot of these women say, "Well, I keep ending up with these guys who, you know, they don't want sex." Or they never want a relationship. 
And so it's just like, well, what are you what are you doing? Like, you mm. know, it's something that you're attracting or you're only giving attention to guys like that mm-hmm. or something that you're exuding. So, ladies, just think about what you really want in a man in relationships. Right. And just see, like, are my and my actions lining up to it? Like, it, when I'm projecting in public, I mean, Rebecca would have missed out on her whole life changing if hmm. she wasn't conscious of like her behavior. That's I mean, right. it really would have changed a lot. That's so right. our next thing as well is that, um, even in that story, uh, Rebecca had to leave her family to mm-hmm. be with Isaac. Um, and so we wanted to tie that into the fact that you gonna have to leave a lot of things to be able to really step into where God has called you to be and who he's called you to be with, you're going to have to leave your past where it is. Um, right. And we call it, don't let your baggage be that blanket over your life. Um, and I think Anthony, you want to talk a little bit more about that um, on there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, bag- baggage is a big thing. And and when you think about it, you know, in terms of baggage being a blanket, um, we use blankets to cover things. And so mm-hmm. in relationships, um, our baggage, those past mistakes, uh, those decisions, those issues, et cetera, can become blankets that we use to cover or smother the good things that could and should be happening in our current love lives. And, oh, yeah. and so a lot of the time, you know, blankets, we use blankets uh, directly when we flat out just reject a potential mate because of past issues or yeah. we use them indirectly. A lot of times when we blame our new partner for problems that occurred with the old one. Yep. Um, and, and, and so just to take it a step further, you know, when you think about blankets again, something they do is provide security. Now, mm-hmm. now growing up, I think it's safe to say all of us, you know, have that blanket that we just love. Right. Like that, you know, people <laughs> yeah. call it, the, you know, the security blanket. Like I, I never forget, you know, even in high school, I had a full fledged, you know, I had a, you know, a bed. Um, what's it? A, a, a bedroom suit and all that stuff. But there was this one particular comforter that I just had to have <laughs> all the know, time. <laughs> on, on top of the on top of the cover, so it was just it was yeah. crazy. But 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 so, regardless of what's happening, as long as that particular blanket is around, it gives a sense of peace. Yeah. So so now apply that to the relationship. Sometimes we can get so attached to our baggage that instead of shedding it, we keep it around for security, and then we mm. end up using it to defend our actions and yep. justify our decisions and. We hold on to it so tightly sometimes that it keeps us from experiencing something new better. or different or better. Yeah. yeah. And so I just I just going back to that comforter that I had, that old comforter I had that um that I kept using in spite of having a new one. Um, I never fully got to enjoy the new bedroom suit that I had because the old one kept getting in the way and I kept clinging <laughs> to the old one that was tearing yeah. up and that was raggedy and that was dry rotten. <laughs> and, and so it's, you know, a lot of times that happens with our, with our relationship situations. We got something yeah. that could be great, but we let this thing linger in the background that in, that's, that's dry rotted and, and messed up to where it starts to infiltrate and smother what we got going on right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and one thing I've noticed with a lot of women, especially when they going through the sessions, is that I think you really have to get to a point that you want that new comforter. You do. You you <laughs> want something new because the issue is that that blanket, man, it feels good. Especially yeah. when it's cold outside. You know right. what I mean? Like it feels good and it's cozy, even though like it's riding and it may even have like some dust mites and you sneeze mm-hmm. and causing problems, but it still feels good. Because <laughs> um, right. you know I mean? you're comfortable. You're like, man, I had this for 20 years and I just want to. But it's like, well, fine. Just know that like 
if you keep going back to it, like you never go experience anything new. If that's you right. don't heal, I mean, that's one thing I've noticed. People get up really upset because they want to heal. They want to do these things, but they don't want to do the steps to like get there. Like we can tell you all all day, like heal, let it go, let go of the baggage. Okay. So it goes back to the whole actions with even dating. What actions are you taking to truly heal from your past? What are you doing? I'm not saying you have to go through Ruby's healing and Lingo sessions. Figure out what works for you. Right. Are you with a coach? Are you with a counselor? Or something. Because it, I know for me personally, I know it was some things I didn't deal with before I met my husband. And it did cause a lot of issues in our marriage. Wow. And it took me healing. It took me going back to counseling and really letting go of some things. Because I was bringing up things that this man has never done. Wow. <laughs> um, you know, because of somebody I held on to like a blanket mm-hmm. years. Wow. And I didn't heal from it. So, ladies, you will have asked yourself, like, are you ready to let go of this blanket? Right. Yeah. Are you ready to let go of this past? Like Rebecca had to leave her whole family within like 24 hours, but she, and it was hard for her. It was hurtful. I'm pretty sure she was scared, but yep. she trusted God and it, it brought her a totally new life. I mean, she was part of the lineage of Jesus Christ. She would have missed out on being lineage of Jesus Christ because wow. she wanted to hold on to where she was. Wow. Like, what are you missing? Like, what are you not attaining? So like whatever way you want to do it, do it, but let it go because I promise you what's keeping you comfortable is going to keep you in the same situations. Right? Mm-hmm. That's just it. If you continue to keep going through the same stuff, there's something going on internally and you got to take some actions to get to that goal. So like deal with it. Like mm-hmm. really, really deal with it. Um, and so that way you can really have the life and the marriage that you want. And honestly, sometimes this stuff ladies, isn't even about just getting to the right mate. This is just about having a better life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know what I mean? It's some things I'm pretty sure, Anthony, that you've gone through that like you just wanted to heal, period. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like God's yeah. word talks about how, like, we it's a scripture that talks about how, you know, I will experience the beauty of this land. Mm. And I want that for y'all. You know what right. I mean? Like, I want you all to have a good life. You dating correctly and you um healing and dating guys that are good for you. Like, that's gonna get you to a life that's good. And God wants you to have a good life. Like, He really right want you to have that where if you're not dating deliberately intentionally man you may end up with something and that you're not about to experience a beautiful life Hmm. you're right you're just nice so that's why you need to have that purpose you don't need to date blindly you need to let go of that baggage you definitely need to have boundaries but have some balance there um, so I really hope that this has helped you um, in this segment with Anthony. Anthony, I have loved having you on. <laughs> it has been, man, it's been so fun. I appreciate you. Yeah. Did you have any like last words that you want to say to the audience about anything with it? Um, I, I think we've covered some great ground. Um, I guess the biggest thing is just I'm, I'm praying for everybody who's listening mm-hmm. um, to this podcast uh, that, that, that you um, that you that you are who you need to be so that you can get. Uh, who you're supposed to have, and that, like you said, that that so that you can just have that that beautiful life that um yeah. that Corey spoke about. So so God bless y'all. I appreciate I appreciate the opportunity. Oh yeah yeah for sure. Um that that's definitely Anthony. And I both want y'all to have a good life. Um, and as always, if you need other resources or any type of uh, advice or even want to look into more of uh, Anthony's books or mentorship, you can go to his site. I suppose I remember it's anthonydsparks.com, right? That's right. Yep. That's right. Okay. And I also have it on the actual write-up um, when it comes to the description. And as always, you can go to chloemgood.com for the books, resources, and help as well. So as always, God bless. And until next time, have a great day.